Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the spot is what, lowercase? No, there's a capital S there as well. Right. To make it classy. Wow. Do, do you guys want to do this shit or what the fuck is going on right here? I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. Like, I don't know. I'm just jumping into conversation. <laughs> he's, 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 following, he's following my stupid lead. That's what he's doing. Like he's that's a mistake. Young that's a, that's a huge podcast mistake. guest. <laughs> that doesn't know better to not engage with champs here. Like I'm, that's something you learn. I'm usually the guy that leads you down. Dark, down. dark alley. I think this is for the first time ever. I'm gonna tell Champs to get closer to your mic. Okay, wow. <laughs> you know, be one with your fucking mic. Be one. Enjoy the mic. Yeah. With the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the mic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If this is how you want to fucking start this bullshit, we start this bullshit I this mean, way. I always do. I always do. You know, I swear to God, man. Sometimes. Sometimes what? Sometimes what, homie? Oh, okay. Oh, see, see, okay. Turks, you see what's going on right here? What's happening? So what's happening is Shamsi is with his first friend. Yes. Oh, and he God, thinks feel, he has power. I feel protected. Okay. <laughs> yes. He thinks he has yes, power. Backup. Okay. Yeah. And backup, uh, right? All right, now. I would like you to know before we, oh, actually, we fucking started. We've already started. You can kiss my ass, okay? I, you have no fucking backup. I'm just saying. If, if you want backup, I'm going to go full fucking force if, on if, Ned if, right if now. If we had to tag team, like, I know who I'm picking. Hey, welcome to Fast Together. So what's happening? What's poppin'? It's your boy Adi. What's going on? What's doing? Uh, I don't know what's going on. What the fuck is happening? We are. I uh, got Turks right behind me. Hello. I got Shams right next to me. The wrestler. And today we got a special guest, Kepsa, with the family. We got what's our up? homie Ned. There's a lot of Habib. What's happening, homie? Thank you so much. You doing good? I'm doing very. I good. do not like you for a lot of reasons. One of them is that you're Champsy's first friend. I mean, that's hard. By the way, every time I meet Ned, he tells me he's Champsy's first friend. I mean, that's important. <laughs> that's important. It's not something to be proud of. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of it. No, Champsy's my homie. He's hey, yes, he's a day one. He's a real day one, man. Like, he is actually a fucking day one. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> like, what definition. a fucking bar. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a great bar. It's an amazing. It bar. is not a great bar, my guy. It is not. You're just you're just concerned that you never had a good first friend as much as I had. Yes, yes, I have. Yes, yes. yes. No, no, no. Of course, I don't have. I didn't have. Yes. I didn't have yeah, at all. Hi. Sadly, me. Oh, you're afraid? Yes. It's no, a dog. I'm, I'm glad that she's you know part of the vibe. The we have a visitor today, a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's happening, everybody? Was good. I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, today's topic is going to be just no topic. <laughs> uh, we prepared nothing for this shit. I, I just want to do a fucking episode with the family. First off, roll call. Uh, Nino, oh, here. Okay, correct. All right, let's see. Sad right here. Omzi, okay. Ray, all right. Okay, everybody's here. All right, all right. So who's missing? Jeed is missing. Savage is missing. Uh, Turks, you're our HR. Uh, deductions. Mar okay. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, the fuck off oh, then. Yeah, Shamsi, you're the new HR. I mean, it's penalties. Yeah, any for for any. Yeah. I am sorry. There's no excuses whatsoever. True, true. And true. I think that we should all hold them responsible. So you, everybody, dinner. I would like <laughs> to. Call, I mean, look, I want to call Sarid right now, but Sarid has a habit of not answering my calls. I mean, they have a good excuse. I mean, one is in LA, and the other yes. one is. Stuck in Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> so happily stuck. Happily know, stuck, yes. He's harmonizing, if you have no idea yet. <laughs> trying to harmonize. What's name? Uh, you know, Sfred is doing a live. Uh, well, by the time this comes out, I think it's going to be the same. No, by the time this comes out, it would have been done. Sfred is doing a live uh, set in LA. He already booked the venue and everything. I had no idea. Yeah, it's going to be, I think he's going to be streaming it live on his Instagram. That's nice. something I'm looking forward yeah. to, yeah. So we're really nice. looking forward to it. So, Ned. Okay, I want to start with this bit right here. All right. Let's so go. you want an award. You're an award-winning friend. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would have Gilded. Literally. Gilded. Gilded. Uh, this was the 2020 Marcom uh, Platinum Award, Excellent Agency, Strategic Communications, Saudi Tourism Authority, Saudi Summer Campaign, Tenefus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, first of all, that's, it's, it's in no shape or form a one-man show. Like, uh, this is an award that I got, yes. It was a, 
It was a team effort. Shout out to Saad, Nebras Films in the house. Yeah, yeah. For putting mm-hmm. in the work, for shooting during quarantine when nobody can get out of their house. With permits. <laughs> With permits. With permits. I mean, yeah. With permits. Gloves. Don't get Saad in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> No, with permits, of course. Yes, yeah, definitely. Of yes, course. I mean that, that's that's part of the struggle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was also a great campaign. You like, guys create content all the time, right? Imagine not being able to needing permission to just meet up and plan for it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, on, on that's a whole on other Zoom, hassle. On yeah, like uh, you need crews on the ground. Of course, this was for a campaign around the kingdom. So, how are you going to shoot all every single city exactly? around the kingdom in a, in a, you know, in a short period of time, you need people on the ground. Everybody needs a permit, right? True. So it was, uh, it was a big, you know, the effort that happened behind the scenes is, is much bigger than what you saw as an end result, you know? And so, the end result was amazing. Like the end result was not regular or normal. It was, it was something that, you know, really caught people's attention. Yeah. You know why? Because I, you see a lot of bullshit true. marketing campaigns. Very nowadays, true. Right. There's a lot of bullshit out there. This one was different because this one actually solved the problem. Every once in a while, you get that opportunity to use marketing to actually solve problems. True. And this was a real one. This, was a, this solved a societal issue, an economic issue. It, was, uh, it wasn't just a pretty picture on a, on a billboard or, or, a, or a video. No, the pretty you know picture I mean? was real. But you just... And it changed perception exactly. of, just... of Saudi. People look at Saudi today very differently than they used to look at Saudi years ago. Like, who knows someone that went somewhere in Saudi in the past six months? Somewhere that they've never been to in Saudi. Uh, I bet everybody knows at least one person that went somewhere. You know where that that started there? That started with, with this campaign. So also during COVID, of course, the whole world got affected by COVID. The economy got affected by COVID. The most, like the, the most, the, the sector that got the biggest hit was, was the tourism. tourism. Yeah. Hospitality. Aviation, tourism. tourism, hospitality. So this was, this was a relief for people to actually get out of their homes and breathe Tanefes. Literally. Some, uh, you know, fresh air. Shout out to X Elements. Shout out to the, the team that actually, you know, put on 24 hour work. Uh, to, to get this done of course this by the way this is one award of 21 awards yes. that followed I was, I was gonna get to that one you know so uh, we, you know the, the table's not that big I couldn't bring all of them down right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but the point is it was you know it was um, it was a solution for more than one problem simultaneously when someone tells me what did this achieve I don't know where to start you know it's made the tourism sector Jumpstart. is supposed to, was, the plan was that it'll contribute 10% to the GDP by, by 2030. Like that's the plan for Saudi. That was a plan. You know, and it started where in 2019. Which is still the same plan. To, uh, the visas uh, became, you know, it was a new thing, right? The, yeah, the, the, the tourism, visas. tourism, tourism yeah. visas. It's part of a bigger plan, right? Uh, to get the world to come see Saudi, experience Saudi. So... Um, imagine all of that getting shut down because from COVID, from millions of, of travelers coming into Saudi to zero, zero, zero Damn. overnight, fucking a no man. planes moving, nothing. Yeah, the doors were closed. People were stuck. People got depressed. 
you know, like people fatigue. were home for months. For it was a weird situation for everyone. So imagine while everyone in the market is telling people, wash your hands, stay at home. We got the opportunity to tell people, wash your hands, get out of home safely, yes. <laughs> responsibly and breathe some fresh air and get to know your country like you've never knew your country before. Yeah. And a lot of areas are these are gems in Saudi. I didn't even know existed. You know, and it worked. Did you know Saudi was like this, not really, this, not this really blue and green and and, and all of the cool shades. weather. You know, people leave Saudi. That's that's the thing. You know, on vacation, oh. the first thing that comes to mind was, where am I going in the world? Exactly. Nowadays, it's an option. Domestic tourism became something. Multiple so, options, not just one. Like the diff like if different experiences going yeah. down to the south or going up west to the beaches or. Like there's multiple things that you can speak. That's what like, and, me and Turks literally did. Yeah, most of us didn't even know it was something like it wasn't even an option. I mean, of course, there are some areas that are still underdeveloped and not ready to maybe, you know. It takes um, time. It takes time to build an industry. It takes time to build something from scratch. And that's what happened. And it, but it became an option now. Like before, it was never an option. What do you mean? Let's go on vacation to Tabuk. I would never tell you. Let's. I, I would say. Ask him. He can tell you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm poor. literally. Dude, once you once you got to Tabuk, you can see the potential. You can see everything that's happening there, and you can see the efforts that are being put into domestic tours. Yeah. Which, as you said, was not an option. But once once people were um, limited, let's say, to to explore alternative options than travel because it was always where can i escape to where can i where can i get out of the mundane the the, the, the city life that i'm in exactly to go somewhere else and the heat people are always heat. like it's yeah. hot exactly yeah. summer is hot they had no idea bounce. down south it's like 17 degrees in the summer right now cool. yeah. 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 exactly and you know how much money was generated from this campaign like you know like roi when it comes to the sector a, like shit, a shitload accommodation restaurants all of that like they didn't have business basically local businesses were mm. suffering yes right because of also lockdowns give me a number oh oh actual numbers yeah give me mm. a, how much do you think was generated from it started with this campaign this is, i'm just showing you the magnitude of uh, what this opened up like the know? effects of like one person traveling so you have planes you have accommodation you have the cars that are taking you like all of that comes with the food all of that tourism the uh, tourism no, part no, no, of it no. and like yeah. just the, the, the after effects of that there's a whole tourism fund 1.2 billion i'd say more 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 oh more around wow. five billion okay well, what are you talking Riyans? Yeah, yeah, yes oh way more oh uh, okay 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 all right, all right. Okay. Okay. let's my, have a conversation my original guess was 20 billion no Hold on, how long? How long? Give me a timeline. From maybe from from March, June, from June to August. June is when things opened up. Yeah, June to yeah, that's when we started preparing. Okay. You had a quarter. We know that things are gonna Three open up quarter. slowly. From June to August, four point two billion yuan. Eight point two billion. Oh, whoa! Okay. Two point something billion dollars. Over three months. Over three months. That's just the summer. Yeah, that's like it's 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 public information. It's like fuck yeah, man. You can Google. That's and that's crazy. just the start. That's, that's crazy. just the that's, beginning that's of it. Crazy. Yeah, that's huge. And that's just that was just uh, Saudi summer, the comeback, the rebirth, the opening yeah. up basically. of uh, of Saudi tourism, basically. And 
So you see the impact on people? Yeah, because I, I, of how we see the country. It the was money. during July and August where all, some of our friends, their families all went down. Yeah. You know, yes. everybody's going down south. Everybody's telling me about my hometown. Like, oh, we loved it. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing there? We lo- I've never <laughs> seen it. Going going exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like everybody actually started going around and see what's going on. Not only that you went around, you experienced it also at the same time you saw the potential. Yeah. You know, what could be done here? What could be open? What could be rebuilt? Absolutely. You know, uh, historical sites that were just left alone. Now you're actually going, you know, do something with those sites. Absolutely. I see it has all like the seasons in one place that's true it's crazy it's like a continent interesting in some sense you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. it so, has it has its own like ecosystem basically yeah i think we haven't even started like we haven't seen anything yet true i, really I, think, I think you're so. right i think you're right honestly like the potential yeah. of the, like no, no, that's exactly what's happening yeah. it's not i think he's right that's exactly what's actually happening they're rebuilding all these areas not rebuilding they are investing into all these areas to make them not only tourism friendly to be leading in tourism because yeah. you can have a boardwalk in Asir just a normal boardwalk and it'll be the most fucking amazing boardwalk ever went to off a cliff right. or like exactly down some valley I mean like there's so much untouched like land that we have that was just there but like you know we didn't see the potential of what we could do with it but now with everything around us now we can like, oh, okay let's build this let's do that let's do this let's do that exactly Exactly. Like so, fucking hey, man. That was that's a. But again, that was a crazy fucking campaign. Hence the yeah. gilding. <laughs> and, I mean, Literally. even emotionally, when you think about the word, like, like t- the word tenacious, and it came at the right time. You think people needed it. to breathe. Mm. People were stuck in like at their, uh, in between four walls. They couldn't really breathe. Well, I mean, it, w- it was a very bad thing to call it breathe at the time no, because, uh, because no. of the whole, I mean, in English, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. because of the whole um, <laughs> respiratory systems and uh, no, that uh, and the, um, what's his name in the, in the States, the um, uh, George Floyd, George Floyd. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, in, no, in English, bro, that's, that's a different, different. Yes. In Ned, English, Ned, we're not over there. Ned. Yeah, exactly. When you're when you're submitting to international awards, it's a thing. Ah, uh, OK. So, so, now that, now, so now it makes no, sense. But the context is so positive. Like when you're telling me breathe, bro, that's such a positive thing. Breathing this life. I know. But, but when someone is telling you, I can't breathe. At the same time, yes, you say yes. breathe. It's you don't want to say even get close to that word. No, Just I'm don't a, say it. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's I true. See the dilemma, honestly. You, you yeah, don't want to create true. a link yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, with, yeah. yeah with stay away, have, bro. I'm yeah. glad. It's supposed to be a positive thing. I'm right? glad you went with breathe. Honestly, I'm glad that no, you all, didn't. They, they, they didn't. They didn't. In, in English, it's break free. Ah, uh, okay. Uh huh. I don't give a shit about the English. When you talk about tenefes, when I see tenefes, I write. I read tenefes. It it gives me such a positive feeling. You know. Yeah. And that's why I think the campaign had such a big effect because yeah. it's like, yes, this is something I want to do because, yes, I do feel in a machnuk for bit. I yeah. do feel like in a, like, fuck, I'm trapped. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and props, props to usually you need a brave client to, uh, to do a big campaign. So true. props to, um, uh, Siaha. Tourism Authority. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Ministry um, of Tourism. Uh, at a time is when. It, uh, is it, uh, Saudi know, Tourism Authority. My bad. Saudi, Saudi, yeah, Saudi Tourism. tourism okay. Yeah. Um, props to Wazar al-Sahha at the time for even supporting, supporting you know, so the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in some way, this was not only it was on a business level, it was successful on a CSR level, emotional for people on a marketing level, on a marketing complete, level, complete, like all the different aspects that you can think of this work, this succeeded. And yeah. I think honestly, it kickstarted like 
that movement of people discovering the country. Yeah, and think about that. That's something that's forever. We, we're going to look at Saudi today differently forever. You know, like now it's you, you can't wait to see what what's next. You know? We already forgot five years ago. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. True. Five years ago, we already forgot yeah. it. Now, when you talk about what happened five years ago, you feel like it was ancient. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I used to do that. Like, yeah, you were here. <laughs> you were born. <laughs> the feelings, the feelings, general, the general feelings of what it was like before and now. It's, it's completely different, you know. It's not only that. It's not about feeling different. It's at the same time, you need to look at it in terms of you feel more proud than you did before as Saudi. And it, didn't ha it, it, didn't, it wasn't, had nothing to do with it was happening abroad. It had to do with happening locally. Like what we're doing for us. Exactly. Yes. And yeah, I think that, that boosted that pride thing. And I think that's why Tanaf is successful. Everything is successful is because when COVID restrictions happened, no one caused a riot. Okay, what do we need to do? One, two, three. And we saw the efforts of the government and we felt even more proud. Yeah. That, you know, they're, they're actually taking care of us. They're putting all the money out. The sacrifices had to be made with VAT and everything else. The world is not f fucking free. And everybody is suffering. So... Even with that, despite that, yeah, despite that, well, not even not despite, despite that, even with that, also, you still felt that you're very connected and proud, man. You just feel like fucking proud. You feel like yeah. you, you're stepping into something and you're going into something even better and better. Yeah. You, you're looking toward the future more than you're looking at today. Because before, people were just living for today. The future was my, you know, what's happening like in the next 24 hours, not five years from now. Yeah. Like, I remember when I, when I started doing recruitment, I used to have these conversations. You know, you ask people, like, you know, you know what's your five-year plan? Mm. No one ever answered me. No one. No, no one had a no five-year no plan. No one ever actually thought about that. Nobody yeah. ever considered it. And if, if someone considered who would tell me, manager. <laughs> Tech like I have somebody who I can order around. Yes, that is the peak I of my ambition. I met people. Their ambition is, I want to go to the house, I want to go to the house, I want And give me some people to just boss around. That, that was the goal. That was a glass ceiling, though. Yeah, that wasn't a glass ceiling. Yeah, it's no, lack of it ambition, man. It's lack of ambition. Like people are just. But thinking, that was the fucking that, ambition. That, that far ahead, right in front of them. Like I just want to see how far I can stretch my legs. Nah, no, bro. There's. I'm not saying glass ceiling. That, 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 that what what the possibilities are. No, what you expect for yourself in general. That is true. Yeah. It's a mental ceiling. I mean, but exactly. you know, you know yeah. that turned into a stereotype about about Saudis. True. Yeah. At some point, you know, like today when we look. If we're going to talk in, in, in the marketing industry, you know, you know, the, the industry is run by, by who and um, it's all multinationals for the past 20 years are running the show, right? Yes. And brands didn't want to hire Saudis to handle their, their brand. Because the See, I, 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 wanted, yeah. I wanted to come to this conversation, but I wanted to get, for you to fall into the trap. All right, so keep going. Then I'm going to ask you a different question about it. Okay. This is changing today because Saudis are changing because people are changing. People are actually, you have people with talent and, and, and skills. And, and now it became, the table is kind of turning, you know. Um, now it's, you're looking for the best Saudi that can do you, do something for you. Instead of going the easy route and saying Saudis are lazy, let me just hire a consultant from somewhere or uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> and, and you're, you are finding a lot of talented Saudis getting yeah but the thing is that the big brands though are still going to those people like for example you said it's changing right now um, I always pass by the Sadaya building okay yeah. uh, the one thing that I always fucking notice when I'm passing by 
It's all young Saudis going in and out. That whole building, anytime you pass by, is just young Saudis going in and out. And that tells you a lot. It tells you a lot about what's happening now. But you still have these big brands that still rely on, you know what? What's the office in Dubai that's an international company that knows what's going on in the region? All right, here you go. Give it to them. And then you have some multinationals who never fucking set a foot in Saudi. And they're like, okay, yeah, this is what we think they like. Because based I, on you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I know because uh, you know exactly what I we're hear talking your about. rants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what we're mean, talking about. And you look before, okay, before we you go swam there, in I that know, pool. Yeah. No, no, I know where you guys are going. <laughs> and the thing is, Champs, we'll was with it. you. No, 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 but it's right. It's a fair point. Like we'll talk about. That's yeah. fine. We'll talk about. It. Let, let me make a point first. Uh, clear. Go. There's two issues here. Sometimes. You know, if um, if your requirements are beyond everyone that can in Saudi that can provide you with that service, they will they will go to someone that has capacity right away. Okay. What kind Business. of requirements are we talking about here? What it's, are the limitations? It's um, uh, if a brand has a scope of work that's so big that no Saudi agency reached that level, they will. Easily, if they don't know that there is a Saudi agency that can actually handle that kind uh, of great scope, question, they will. Uh, it's a business. They can't. They can't risk it. They will. The first thing that comes to mind is that this is a safe a mentality route, basically for the past twenty years is to go the safe route, go to someone that that has a name that has a resource that I don't need to question their resource or question their capability or you know what I mean. That's changing today. Because now you have examples. You have, but, but keep in mind that led to a lot of people getting ripped the fuck off for a I mean, very long time. We all know that's happening. And yes, yeah. and it's still happening. And it's still happening. No, oh, no. But oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was obscene at a point. It was obscene. And oh, now yeah. at least you are getting value for your buck. You nowadays, when you are looking for local agencies, no, you are getting people that are delivering the quality work. It's not just about a copy paste bullshit job that you just get done quickly and just to shut up your client. Because the client is also more sophisticated. So there is yeah. an evolution on both sides. There you go. The local yeah. client. Yes. He, he, they have grown more. Yeah, you're talking about the local client. No, the local client? Not necessarily. It can be, what do you mean a local client? It can be a, it can be a global brand locally. Well, that falls back into this, the question that you said a second ago. Do you have people that are capable, yeah. that are Saudi, that are known to do that? Okay, like X Element did a lot of work to be put on the map. And it have been hustling for X amount of years. so where it is today was based on its hard work but was this your biggest campaign definitely not okay 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 it's bigger than this but this one was special because it had you know it had such a a different kind of impact yes it had it resonated it's all about uh, effectiveness of your campaign was your biggest campaign an international company or international brand or was it local Local. All, all of our big cam- huge campaigns. See what I mean? Original. We're local. Because the local. You're given the chance. Like, exactly. You know, yes. Local clients have grown to trust local agencies because local talent is showing the, keep, the it's capacity. It's great that we have that right now, that the local agencies are getting a lot of love from all the private sectors and the government sector also. Mm. But that's one part. Yeah. The second part is going to be who does the most marketing in the street? It's international brands. McDonald's is in every single corner. Because they have yeah. the budget. And that's part of their plan. It depends I, I, on the industry. I, 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 did, I didn't finish my fucking question. Okay. So if these people are the ones that are basically just all over the fucking city, 
then I think that if they want to speak to us, it should be through a local brand, not a brand that's based somewhere else that has nothing to do with what's going on. Because you do see some campaigns that doesn't sound like it was written by us or for us. It was just yeah. some... But that's not the norm, though, is it? Is what do you mean, what do you I mean, mean uh, it's not the norm? A lot of companies have moved and opened up shop in Saudi. A lot of global brands haven't yet. But they are seeing some are some, not all, some are seeing the potential market and starting to wake up to that. So what's going to happen when these like, let's say this global, well, it's already happening. You have these uh, major uh, marketing communication agencies and shit that are international and fucking huge and they have branches all over the world. Yeah. How many of them are actually run by Saudis? Very few. R run? Run. Not employed. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, none. I don't think anyone is so run I mean? by Saudis. It's you'll find people in positions that actually make it there, but I mean, you get to be groomed to get yeah, to that position over. Yeah, it's yeah it's but like a lifetime of, uh, of uh, there we go. Yeah. So if I was abroad, I would have got to that faster than I would I would have got working this company. If I graduate from college today and I get employed today, if at the same time someone graduated abroad and they did the same exact thing as me. And we had the same 10 years of experience. He went way further than me in that company. Because abroad, you have a big, much bigger pool of agencies to play with. A much more diverse I'm pool. saying if you got hired into the same company in different branches across the globe. Oh. Maybe, probably. Your potential, you mean? Yes. Here versus there? No, yes. Keep in mind, the pool there is more, much more competitive. Are you talking about your global potential or your local potential? There isn't a succession plan for you as a Saudi in the marketing agencies. For you to start from here, then become an MD. Or, or be able go, to or lead. Go, okay, I see his point because some of the FMCGs do that, right? Some of the FMCGs here, people get in there. Fine, you're doing two, three, four, five years, six years. Oh, by the way, we're posting you in London. Sorry, FMCGs? Uh, Fast-moving fast moving consumer, consumer, consumer goods. goods. So your, you your, your snacks, your shampoos, your whatever. Okay. So And they have a route for people to do that. Do marketing, marketing agents do? I don't think so, not to my knowledge. Uh, multinationals? Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think you... There's no... There's a ladder, yes. That you can that you can climb but there's a glass but, ceiling okay, see that's there, a there is ceiling. a glass ceiling yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely exactly. i mean if we're going to talk about bureaucracy and and, and uh, that's exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> corporate politics it's definitely there i mean not to mention the fact like we were talking to Saleh Rasheed, right lanky and he brought up the fact that at some point like he didn't like the fact that he was being used as a token saudi in in that yeah. role like hey we have a saudi come with us to the meeting yes. Yes. don't say shit yes. <laughs> just look saudi and look pretty and, and, and <laughs> that's you know, it you know what we're talking about like we went yeah. through this like okay so backstory we also used to work together i know tell yeah. them tell people backstory <laughs> we also used to work together like i don't know if you know this you don't no, first no, friends no. and used to work together first colleagues <laughs> Fuck yes. this shit. So, Yo, I, I came back from la jobless you know, ready for the future. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> Energized. And then this asshole is like, advertising. <laughs> I'm like, I have a job for you, Ned. Would you like to? Like, okay. Is it like, what do you mean? Colors and creative and okay, that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ideas, you know? This guy's an asshole, I told you. No, no, no. I'm, First I, friend. I don't regret yeah. it. Not an asshole. I don't regret it. I mean, advertising is like, I don't like to call it advertising because it's not really. When you say it's advertising, not. people think it, that's all it's, it is. It's kind of a limited view. Please explain that because for me, I think it's like a creative process of coming up with ideas. 
Is that it? I mean, it definitely is. Yes, yeah. but there's a lot to it. You know, there's a lot of, um, um, you know, you need business thinking into uh, into advertising. You need to actually achieve results, real results, fix K- real problems. KPIs. Okay. You need to get you know? psychology, consumer research. You need to talk to your research, marketing to exactly. understand that. You know, you need to you need you need to crack a nut. So it's not just cool ideas. I mean, cool ideas. <laughs> Look, cool, no, you, you, you build around cool ideas, okay. right? No, but, you still didn't get to the communications part, the PR part. But let me tell you the so difference. Many layers. I'll tell you the difference between the multinationals today, based on experience, and if you ask anyone, okay, and and based on compared to Saudi agencies that are actually bringing in brains into the process, like actually giving the process the like real resources um, that it requires. A lot of agencies like to just paint a pretty picture for the client. I will do this for you and I will do that for you. And then they make it look nice. And then that brand doesn't really achieve. There's what, no ROI there. Yeah. There's no, they don't really achieve the actual business need that this whole campaign was for example, supposed, was to. supposed yeah. to. And that's painting achieve. the pretty picture. That's why you can't yeah. just paint the pretty yeah, picture. Yeah, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I know what he's talking about. We don't know. Okay. We want him yeah. to do it. Fair, fair, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's the difference when, where, like, X Element, for example, really brings in that consultancy side of things. I'm not, I'm not here trying to just like um, he's promote. Not, he's not promoting, but uh, it's a very good example. Okay. It's actually an example. It is. Of, it is. I agree. Uh, it is. This issue that we're, that I'm talking about. Um, you need to think about the actual problem, fix the problem, and then get poetic with your and create solution. You know, creative comes last. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that the nice creative ideas should be the the last part of the process. So you it's, basically need a brief before you can start the creative part. Yeah, yes. you need to really right. understand the problem. You need data. You know? Yeah, like it's yeah, as much information as possible for yes. you to see what is the problem, how can I tackle it, what's the best solution. If I think this is the best solution, then how can I sell this solution? And this requires exactly. you to and this requires and you to look at the market, at the people, at your target yeah, market, yeah. And all of the channels you can reach them. Mm-hmm. So brilliant campaigns always like it's creative it's nice it's engaging but sometimes it's captivating you know like a lot of ads are amazing ads right Uh, around the world Um, they probably also achieved KPIs real business KPIs as well you know what I mean yes it's it's easy that's the biggest win a lot of people it's the biggest flex also yeah I mean people don't know the the results they just look at the um the pretty picture. It was a nice ad. I that, yeah, that's it. that's what we get as a consumer. You know? Anna. Hey. I don't know what's happening behind this ad. I don't know what it's achieving or anything like that. I'm just, it's a cool idea. It's a cool video. It's a cool ad. I'm just going to yeah. enjoy it basically as as content. Exactly. So so going, going back to yeah. uh, simplifying the word advertising sounds like a very nice content. Yes, exactly. Which is not <laughs> yeah. what you're trying it, to do here. It's not really, that's why I don't like to call it just advertising. It is advertising. It's communications too. It's marketing, you know, it's branding. There's a lot that comes to it, you know, building brands from the scratch, uh, building brands with a purpose, real purpose, you know, and uh, um, in life. That can reach out and touch you. Exactly. Beyond. Connect with you. Yes. Feel like you're one with the team. Mm. Yeah. Synergized. Exactly. I'm gonna cut off your mic in a minute. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm gonna cut off your fucking mic. So yeah, I mean, enough, enough industry talk. <laughs> Do you know the the what's name? There was a campaign in Australia called "Dumb Ways to Die." Have you ever heard about it? 
No. Oh, I love this. Is it so it was it a tourism campaign? No, it was about uh, people not running in fucking in front of the train tracks. <laughs> Was, was that mean, an actual problem? Yeah, it's wow. yeah. People. So basically, they did this campaign to drive awareness, and it was a song about dying, which was a little bit dark. But Australians love the dark humor. Yeah. And they also created an app where you go kill I yourself. This. Oh, wow. I remember this. This was <laughs> yes. a hilarious game. It was a fucking <laughs> fucking funny ass campaign, yes. and it fucking resonated fucking perfect with everybody. Yeah. It matched their humor. It matched the message that they want to hear it was yo this is a dumb way to fucking die (laughs) (laughs) truly this is not a way i would like to die but no i think another part of a big part of 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 whatever advertising and marketing is supposed to do is not just concrete rois as much as changing perceptions yeah because looking at apple before and after steve jobs came and joined like he changed the perception of a company that was very dull and office-based something that was so much more fun and that led to the eventual success and growth of the company so it doesn't always have to be about today, but it's about building something for tomorrow. And but you need to have a direction to build something for fucking tomorrow. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Saying, yeah. well, I'm going to come here, then fucking figure it out. You, you're not really going to fucking figure shit out. You're going to come, you're going to employ, you're going to give up and say, okay, let me just you know, collect this paycheck. And that's the purpose that, that you need to build around. That's why you need to figure out why you're doing what you're doing. At the end of the day, what is the, the nut at the heart of, of, of whatever you're trying to sell. So is that why the marketing um, sector is booming nowadays? Because people's perceptions of of having a fe- like thought about the future? Are you talking about here locally? Yeah. It's a, the marketing. Community. Instead of looking at today only people right now with the quality of life that they're living with. And I think, I think that- there's a misconception on what good marketing is in the, in the Please locally. do explain. I feel like Today, marketing is just, let me create a buzz. Yeah. Let me make people just notice yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. once. <laughs> yes, yes. Talk about me. I will take that to my boss and say, or my client and say, look, successful campaign. You know? And it's, it's very social media based as well. It's very numbers based, but yeah. it's just easy numbers to get. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me uh, I have a billion impressions. That doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean shit yeah. doesn't mean anything. that's the funny part a lot of people don't understand it doesn't mean jack fucking shit but it's a big number no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean jack that's shit amazing. all of these followers it doesn't mean jack shit it doesn't mean anything nothing all these it's just just a facade my it's guy. metrics it's metrics oh, yeah. but metrics if not used effectively if not directed effectively don't mean anything it yeah. makes sense to me as a first impression but then you have to maintain the, the audiences, I, mean, I don't know if you guys call them audience or consumer, I suppose. I'm Tar- target, yeah. target market. Yeah. The, yeah. The, you got to keep their interest. You got to keep them engaged. That's that's what they're lacking. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, brands here are not focusing on building equity, like brand value. Mm. You know, they're they're very temporary. And they're looking actions. for like a one hit wonder. Thing. They're like quick okay. wins. Yeah. yeah. They're looking for the quick wins. Uh, everyone is always in a hurry. They just want to do something really quickly just because, you know, they have a deadline, <laughs> you know? And like, I, bu- I bought that advertising spot. Like, I need to finish up. I need to go. And they're not, nobody's building real brands, you know, brands that are actually timeless, you know? Like, Apple today, they don't need to do marketing. They don't need to jack any, shit. Anymore. Rolls-Royce. You know, they... Rolls-Royce they never, need, need never did any fucking marketing. You just need to see you know? the logo, basically. So that's no, no, no. They're like, you know, our clients know who the fuck we are. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't see them getting very tactical with their uh, selling. You don't see them trying. They're not pushing like hard sell anymore. 
just like Pepsi. Hate. So Pepsi is basically going like you know after PlayStation, Champions League, ra- rather than cater something specific to anyone. It's just whatever you guys like, you're gonna find our brand over there. Presence. That's all. Like Red do. Bull. Like no, but the, Red Bull is every single fucking corner. Because that's that's the yeah. idea of I always want to be at the top of your mind. I always when you want to drink something, think about me because you just saw that ad and that was a cool ad. And that's and it works. It works. That's why they keep and on they pushing keep, it. That's why they associate Red Bull with it's on purpose. It's a strategy to associate Red Bull always with extreme extreme sports, sports yeah. and energy and racing sports. And, you know, and it's uh, and people it, jumping out of planes in the space, like whatever it, the fuck. It's not about the energy drink anymore. It's about that feeling. You know, like it's that's what the psychology. It's about the rush. Yeah, kind of like they're so, pushing you on the rush. They're selling you. On it's the like rush. GoPros when they came out. GoPros did the same exact thing. But GoPros did it cleverly. GoPros did it in a way like... GoPros, Go, not GoPro. GoPros. GoPros. They did it in a way where like, okay, we know you're already doing this. Let me show you how cool this is. No, it's more like, hey, look how cool this is. And this is meant for this white boy surfer and this white boy hiker and this white, white boy... Skateboarder. Exactly. All these white boys. So okay. diverse. <laughs> Very diverse. Yeah. And your dog. Yeah. Your yeah. dog. <laughs> Do you know why? Because he's hanging with a white person. <laughs> That's why. I mean, <laughs> golden retriever. Fair, fair. Uh, another thing then. Okay. So we were t- we had a conversation about a campaign that Adidas did with someone. I don't want to mention names, so I don't get in trouble again. Uh, I know. I know. Actually, we have a sneaker right here live. Oh, whoa. Yes, actually, we do. It's on someone's feet. Who's, f- who's, who's feet? feet is Show us your feet, yeah. people. Yeah, I, I, it's right there. It's right there. I see it. I see it. I see it. Oh, okay. You see it right okay, there. Okay, see okay, it. okay. It's even that reflecting. Is, right? nice. It is. Yeah, that's the one. So we had this. I don't know. We were arguing. We we're discussing the idea of, of the copyright of it. And okay, so I understand that big brands care about themselves before anybody else. So if I am Adidas, I will mention that I am the history and the heritage of the world. And you guys are my youngins. Like so, be, be blessed by my presence. Basically. Exactly. Adidas. So smaller brands are trying to make you feel you, like you're one of them. Big brands are not trying to do that. They're trying to tell you, this is who I am. Come. Be one with us. Come hither. Yeah. Shouldn't that be a problem for us? Because basically, when, when you see these big brands that have that, that power, that money to put their faces everywhere, and they come out and they give you this thing about, you know, you need to be a part of us. Shouldn't we be like twisting that language that you know, rather than just us coming to you? No, you should really cater to us with some actually like with some fucking meaning and value mm. rather than saying, oh, yeah, we're here. We're, we collaborated with someone and like doors closed. Like talk to me, mm. don't talk at me. Like be actually be part of the community. Exactly. Don't, don't use me. Exactly. Engage with me. Don't just try to sell me something. Yeah, but I mean, I'm trying to understand the context here. If if they're giving someone an opportunity to be part of them, tomorrow that person, when they look back, when they this is not stopping them from doing whatever they want to do in the future. Right? Facts. Like they can grow and do their own their own thing, whatever yeah. they have. Like we're not waiting for these brands to come save us, right? Um, when there's an opportunity to to be part of a platform that will give me that, that's good for that person. That person is now now has an opportunity to use this as a case study to grow tomorrow. You know, they that person can flip the table on whatever you're saying today. They can use this to their advantage in the future. 
this will end at some point and they will continue to grow beyond Adidas or not Adidas. That all depends on the person. I mean, that's what, what, that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> that's what they're supposed that to do. That is the goal. That, is, that is the goal. Stop. Yeah, that is the goal. You know, I mean, you can't deny Adidas is Adidas at the end of the day. Um, they're not gonna, I mean, I think it's a different, it's a different point of view. Adidas can either come and, and, and be part of the community and do things to make us feel like if they, if they know that this is a real problem, what you're talking about, they will do it. It's not about them knowing as much as you know, if they, they feel. Do they care? They don't care. Yeah, it's enough. not an issue. Yeah. They're, See the difference they, there. Do you know, know why it's not an they issue? Know. It's because we never complain. It's whatever you give me, I'll take. We've never fucking complained. And now they also have the power to go to someone that's one of us and say, "Oh, you're a part of us," mm. and take advantage of that person because we never complained. Do you think Saudis should start to? give themselves more credit yes. and more definitely. Yes. value you know, value yes, yes definitely so that brands can start to cater know, to us a bit more you know to go up to us not us trying to be exactly you know mm-hmm. reach up to them that was exactly. the discussion we had like that was the the what we were trying to get to when we we opened up that subject do you think people as individuals can do that can reach that level on their own. I mean, today, right now, everyone's about being individualistic and being themselves more than just, you know, being part of, part of uh, whatever herds, goats or whatever they had on the campaign. No, it's about also believing in the fact that, yo, I can do this. Yes, I do have this value and not, not really listening to the fucking noise. I think we definitely have the resources today. Yes, definitely. we do. No, we always had the resources. We never flexed our fucking muscle though. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, for example, like Arwa Banawi, basically, that's what we're talking about. I do not know if that campaign was just GCC or Middle East, MENA, or worldwide. Uh-huh. I'm thinking it was only GCC. I think it was mm, oh, not MENA I have no idea. across MENA. It, was mi- it, it might have I mean, been. We, we don't, would we don't they know. produce it for one market? Yes, they've did done they do that. that? Nike done that also before. Or is it a MENA thing? Nike did it, I think, in... And the GCC, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, I mean, you would yeah, treat us differently than you would deal with Egypt and, and, and Morocco and mm. like those markets over there. You wouldn't talk to us in the same language. But look, you have to think of it as there's pro- like going back to the business needs of every brand. There's, there's probably a target they're trying to hit. There's, they won't roll out sneakers with schmav on it, like patterns around the world if it's not going to work around the world. You know what I mean? If it's not going to sell around the world. Yeah, but if you bring in someone to collaborate with you as you're part of the Adidas family, should not be available for the whole world that's part of the Adidas family? Or is it because I'm not, you know, this big star that you have that you put me with everyone else? But on the yeah. other way around, if they're doing it with... So them. basically you're saying, oh, I'm taking this person, like exactly like what the fuck I kept saying. I'm taking this person. I'm showing you little ones that this person is with us so you guys can come buy more of our shit. Mm-hmm. Rather than taking this person and saying this person is also, hey, I'm going to show you, expose you to all of our other markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. So that's about being, that's the genuine connection. That's a genuine, authentic thing that you want to build and not just sell. But how do you know that there, she's not getting her exposure 
that she wants everywhere else. We don't. We don't know. Like that's why I asked. I was like, I'm not sure heads. if it was. Maybe sneakerheads know exactly what's going on with this sneaker. Okay, first off, like maybe they dedicated. Want it now, you know? um, I can tell People. you resellers. Okay, like, you can look at resellers. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. a good way of comparing. Yes. Uh, you look at resellers. And resellers uh, are not a big thing here. Yeah. Uh, actually, like buying resellers here is a huge thing, but why would I resell Arobanawi? Yeah. Like you can find it, it's there in the market. No, it's not about that. Why would I resell it? Who's gonna is, buy it? Is there, yeah, is there a market? Is there any hype like, around it? If you, if mm. Adidas comes out with a shoe that is inspired by Japanese culture, exactly color, they, they yeah. actually, color, always yeah. mastermind, all them in Japan. Yeah, exactly. they're all big brands in Japan, yeah. and, and that's worldwide. You buy it in the states. Exactly. True. You buy them here. Yeah, you buy. You yeah. Fuck it, you buy them right here also. They have nothing right. to do with your culture, but you still buy them. Why can't I buy Arabanao in New York? Do you think it's a bigger, like, Saudi needs to... Um, have you ever heard of, like, soft power? Yeah, hard yeah. power? Of course. Please explain. We are the soft um, power of the country. You don't know, you don't know this, <laughs> I don't. Okay, so hard power is, like, military power. Soft power is more cultural influence. So okay. it's soft power. It's, it is soft power that you're speaking English. It is soft power Makes that sense. you yeah. wear T-shirts. Like, sense. everybody hates the U.S., for what they do, but everybody loves the U.S. and cannot live without what the U.S. is doing. I mean, those movies and culture. TV shows, to be honest. Yeah. We're all watching their movies. Entertainment. We the love music, their, yeah. yeah, we love the music. Um, we love the art. We love all of that. So maybe Saudi didn't reach that level of influence, you know, where our soft power becomes appreciated around the world. People start to, like, understand it. Maybe they only look at us as... Hard power. It's appreciated, you, uh, I think, where does, in, uh, in the region. Where like, does the soft power come from, though? Whatever How can you do? Culture. It comes from culture. From, culture, comes from, from exporting yeah. your culture. From, uh, yeah. from getting it out there. It's not just exporting yeah. culture. It's How the, can we do that? It's that the perception. Is it's the perception of Saudi as a country that is giving. It's the perception of Saudi that is a country that is generous, humanitarian. This is soft power. This influences hearts and minds. True. Part that's one side of it. The other side of it is the cultural aspect of music, movies, uh, comedy. Like Kuwait. Kuwait invaded the Arab world with with uh, Masrahiya, right? Masr invaded the Arab yeah. world with yeah. with movies. And park right here, Egypt. So Egypt succeeded more than Saudi. Fuck yeah. Definitely. And and uh, uh, the soft power. Yeah. I mean, at some point, Egypt was a cinema, you know, and competitor. To yeah, Hollywood that was at one point. But point. still today, the best commercial, whatever is created in Egypt, it's created by Egyptians. Yeah. It's not by some office in Dubai. Yeah. I don't think it was ever about an office in Dubai. Not in, for Egypt. in Egypt? Not for but, Egypt. I mean, look, Yeah, but I understand. Honest. But uh, me as Pepsi, when I go to Egypt, I'm going to get someone from Egypt to do the copyright, to do everything, because he understands the humor and everything else has to do with the country. But yeah. also... I think in that sense, Egypt is a more developed market than Saudi is. Like Egypt has been marketing longer, more consistently than Saudi. And not just that, they've been embraced also by global culture. Global culture, you know, like the pyramids. Wow. You know, you have people till today are like, I would love to. They They have no idea. There's like horse poop everywhere <laughs> there's and a dead fucking smells. horse on your way there like you know he's a, he's a dead horse i mean i mean you can't deny it. the pyramids is the pyramids it's uh, it's an incredible you know one experience um but you know all of that maybe because saudi's always been a secret we we just we were just talking about we had no idea about the places we have ah uh, there's a difference our- here we we were a secret yes in terms of a country but in terms of money 
and influence generating money from us no no we were well fucking known they know that part they know that we buy they know that we spend bro every single week we spend like 1.4 billion on just like food and like shopping yeah so they know that part but so never- since you know that part how about you capitalize more on the market by speaking to the market and being one with the market why is adidas a- now it's not all about adidas okay why are X companies doing major events in Dubai and not doing it here. Even though we're going there for those fucking events. We're the ones packing them up. Yeah. But it's still, I do it in Dubai because it's easier for me rather than I go and I do one in Saudi. We're created for Saudis. Don't you feel we're heading there? Like we are actually in that moving train, that transition. We just started. Where... A lot of things we're arguing about today might tomorrow might be a very different conversation. Do you know what's my fear? Why I always complain about this? I'm afraid we'll get to a point where all these international companies will speak will, will speak on our behalf of what they think we are and we will just accept. Oh, you guys are runners. Okay, I guess we're all runners now. Oh, you guys are fitness fucking freaks. Oh, then we're all into fucking fitness now. And whatever they tell us, we feel like that's the, that's the trend, that's the vibe, and we all just jump on it. Yeah. That's my fear. So then basically you have no identity. The identity is basically who is the guy who's going to cover the airways the most and pitch you that campaign that gets stuck in your head. And then you just become, yeah, Saudis love to do that. I Saudis mean, are this, Saudis are that. I think that's the old mentality. Like the new mentality is not to be somebody who's just sitting there passively and taking things in. The new mentality is... I think still you are talking based on the circle that you're in. And my circles, not the wider, no, not wider. No, 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 no. Uh, in the wider scale, no. It hasn't seeped in yet. No. And that's that's the scary part. That the reason I complain about it is because we are speaking to people who actually understand what the problem is. When you're speaking about these issues with other people, they're worried about their fucking jobs, and that's all they care for. So unless we shed light on these little moments then we will never fucking succeed as a nation. Basically, whoever fucking comes in and tells us what the fuck we do, and oh, as long as they don't take our desert and they don't take our tribalism and all this stuff, oh, we'll be good. No, no, we can't be good. Your kids will be fucking brainwashed into thinking the world is one way while you're stuck thinking the world is this way. And then they grow up and say, no, 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 no. we grew up on one, two, three, four, five, because like fucking Campbell's Soup. What if Campbell's Soup just fucking takes over the market right here? And now in, the, in fucking 40 years, you're like, oh, my grandma used to make Campbell's Soup all the fucking time. It's part of our, our, our tribe now. No, but just like we... we but just like we grew up and we had these things that our parents didn't get and they just had to kind of accept that we were like these are things that we've grown up with these are things that we have uh-huh. so, the same thing. see they accepted it that's what i'm saying the that's the problem thing. they just they just fucking accepted it do you want to sit and still accept what the future is by someone else who tells you what the future is uh or rather shape and form exactly yeah i mean do you want to sit in your parents position looking at your kids saying yo what you're doing is wrong or what you're doing is not what you should be doing. I think because that's not how we grew up. Or is it like, hey, yeah, we we are molding this new generation into what they could be and what they should be. We are molding. Yes, but if you want to be leading, you need to be molding in every single fucking sector. And it should be your role as a Saudi, which we never did this before. It should be your role as a Saudi to not only call out, to help lead in this. 
To have push people, basically. If you are a manager in a company, you're no longer just a fucking manager anymore. You are rebuilding who's under you. So if you're leading in a good way, you're teaching them something that's of value and they go somewhere else with that value, they keep fucking growing, that has a positive effect on the fucking future. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're definitely at that time when I think we have everything we need mm -hmm. to actually start to be original, you know, and start to create and innovate and create our own, you know, like put our own work out there uh, instead of adapting to uh, what is being given to us. Uh, if, if I'm getting, you know, the gist of... That's, that's well fucking said. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean... About time. Because it's, it's going to be your problem, man. <laughs> I mean, <that's laughs> it's going to be your problem. Right now, right? It's going to be your problem. I mean, what you're talking about is actually what's happening all around the world. Like, even in the U.S., these brands are, you know, telling you what you're supposed to be doing. Telling people. Yes. You know? Um, they tell you how, what you're supposed to eat. They tell you when you're supposed to eat it. You know? And this is very, you know, it becomes culture. You know, so yeah, because it's packaged in such an appealing way to you. If and you're not creating yourself, you. you're just going to adapt to the first thing that's that's working somewhere else. And that's you what know? we've been doing for a long time. That's what we did. For fucking well time. said. That's 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 yeah. What the fuck? Get the, that's how good. Fuck it. That was that was a great one. That was a great one. I don't want Shamsu to fucking ruin it. <laughs> I let it. I let it ride. Just you know, into the sunset. Because you you have like. You have a mountain to fucking climb, my guy. And who, whatever you pay for people, it's gonna show. Yeah. So, this award, there's so much behind it, more than just a fucking award. Typical. And I'm like, I am happy and fucking proud that someone that I know, that I know has some fucking common sense in his head and sees what the future is, won an award. Rather than some dickhead sitting in an office and just winning an award by just participating. And it's also, it's beautiful that it's a local company also that won these awards. And I know there's other awards that are coming down the line. We're not going to talk about it now, but I'll hopefully, inshallah, inshallah. Thank you, man. I appreciate man, it. Man, uh, thank you for coming in. Ned, I love you. Okay. I appreciate thank you. you. What do you want, Champsy? What do you want? Uh, he's your friend. We know. Thank you for hosting us. <laughs> for you, sure. It's we a appreciate pleasure, it. <laughs> it's like a pleasure. Real, it's man. an honor. I, I love this. Uh, I love the podcast. Thank you for having me I on appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming, man. We always wanted to have you on, but, you know, we have to set you up in your own house. Mm. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> so you have nowhere to go. I'll put you on the spot. It's, it's definitely a Kepsa special. Bro, it's, it's, a, it's a Kepsa exactly. family can, special. Can we call it a Kepsa special? It's, it's a, a Kepsa family, family special. There we go. There you go. There we go. Thank you, everybody. Everybody's happy. All right. Thank everybody for joining us. Uh, fuck everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're done with our bullshit. Uh, we out? I think we're good. We good. Yeah. Y'all, peace. Yo. Peace. Peace. Fuck yes.